you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. Coming off of a really incredible week three of NFL football, Buck. But one of those incredible games was not the Monday night game. (laughs) No, the Monday night game was different. It was fun if you were a Dallas Cowboys fan. You saw some of the stuff that you wanted to see. You saw the two-headed monster running back get off and get loose. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. Uh, you saw Kellen Moore commit to a more balanced offensive approach would look good. And Dan Quinn in the defense um, has been as advertised. And for me, just like with you and your affiliation with the Chargers, when you get a chance to see what people do on practice fields and then you see it begin to show up in, in the game, you like that. And so watching the Cowboys at training camp a few different times, watching them make an emphasis on producing turnovers and, I mean, countless drills they devoted to that part of it to see them be- begin to to take the ball away at the level that they're taking it away it does show you that how you practice certainly impacts how you perform on game day i want to go back um because when you're watching that game and i'm sitting there and i'm sure you're in the same boat anybody that's scouted is in this boat when you're watching and you're like wait a second what did i give trevon Diggs coming out what what, what did i have on him because he looks like he might be the second or third best corner in the NFL the way he's – I saw him against the Chargers. What he – you know, nobody covers Keenan Allen. Nobody. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did a nice job against him in that game. And you come back in this game um, and, and you saw the, you know, the, him off coverage, reading the drop, driving pick six. So he was my 49th player too low, man. Uh, 6013205. So he's, that's a big corner, man. Um, mm-hmm. I said size. I'm just looking at my notes here. Size, AA, ball skills, AA's athletic ability for those who don't know. Wide receiver kickoff returner at Bama is fluid. He's an average tackler. He's best in off coverage. Question deep speed. And I don't think he ran a 40, right? So I don't think there was a 40 on him. I don't have one in the computer here. So I don't think yeah. he I don't think he ran. You know who my comp was? Akib Talib. That's a great comp. He kind of looks like him, right? Like watching that game last night, he kind of he's got a little bit of that of Akib swagger to him as well. Yeah, Akib Talib, that's a great comp because if you go all the way back and I think what's important about comps is not only like how those guys played in the pros, but if you knew what Akeep Tlaib played like in college, yeah, very similar to the way Diggs plays. Akeep Tlaib was one of the best ball hawking corners that you would find. I remember going to Kansas when Kansas was actually an NFL power mm-hmm. factory where they were producing NFL talent. In fact, they went to the Orange Bowl. If you mm-hmm. can imagine, Kansas went to the Orange Bowl. And <laughs> I forgot about with Mangino, Bowl. right? Yeah. Mangino and Akib Tlaib and those guys. And so here's what I would say about Diggs and maybe the lesson that we can learn. He checked off the boxes when it came to height, size, athleticism, and you even mentioned ball skills in terms yeah. of his a former receiver. Yeah. Former receiver. Then the toughest thing I believe to do is to play corner from off and to make plays, meaning mm-hmm. you have backpedal footwork you have the ability to break and drive you can see it and do those things whatever so all those things that you mentioned in your report last night he showed you all of those things the interception came when he was in off coverage he reads the hash split split alignment of the receiver so hash split rules for those who explain, don't know. explain that for those who don't know when you're playing cornerback hash split rule is where the ball is on the hash and where the split of the receiver is. Meaning if I am playing right corner, if the ball is on the, from the defensive purposes on the right hash mm-hmm. of the defense, where the receiver lines up is an indicator of what route he's likely to run. So we'll use the numbers. All right. And normally I use high school numbers because I'm most familiar with those right now, having coach in high school. So if the ball is on the near hash, and the receiver lines up on the top of the numbers. So when you look at the numbers, look at it from the sideline. The bottom is the part that's closest to the sideline. The top is the mm-hmm. farthest away from the sideline. Mm-hmm. So if the guy lines up at the top of the numbers, he's going either across the field or he's running an outbreaking route. Yep. So your alignment and leverage as a corner should be outside because I'm anticipating an outside breaking route. So now my leverage is already outside. When I see him come up the field, as soon as his head turns like he's going outside, yep. I, dr- I can drive it because I have it. Yep. So that's what hash split means. If the ball is in the middle, we use the numbers. If he's plus one on top of the numbers, oh, okay, he's more likely to run an outbreaking route. Yeah. If he's plus two, top of the numbers, outbreaking. Those mm-hmm. things. So when you take the hash split rule, that now tells you, okay, where does receiver line up? He's most likely to run this. Well, then you add what they call key in the three-step. So in old football, the quarterback was always under center. If it was a short pass, as you know, as a quarterback, yeah. the, it would relate to either three-step, yeah. five-step, or seven-step drop. 
Mm-hmm. Well, a three-step drop is a quick pass that is always tied to a three-step drop from the quarterback. Hitch, slant, so, quick out. There you go. Hitch, slant, quick out. So as a DB, when you see a quarterback pull up at three steps, your eyes go back to the receiver, and it's one of those hitch, slant, quick out is coming. Mm-hmm. When that, when you marry hash split with three-step, you now can begin to anticipate and guess yeah. what is happening. I can eliminate so, the slant. <laughs> yeah, I can – a. Close alignment. Okay, that means outbreaking route problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So outbreaking route. Now I'm looking at the thing. Oh, three step. Oh, that's quick. Oh, gone. Yeah. Yep. And what you saw was Trayvon Diggs put all of that information together, and DJ he didn't slow down. No. On that, like when when he got the clue, as soon as he saw Jalen pop, gone. Now mm-hmm. three step, uh, the three step rule and shotgun it changes. Because when you go shotgun from under center, a three is a five, basically. Yeah. Right. It's it's catch, rock, and throw. Yeah. So if I'm throwing That's a quick, a quick pass, game. Yeah. He, he, he catches it and he just. So now if you teach the cornerback a hey, look, if he catches and resets his feet, it is a mm-hmm. quick game. So now mm-hmm. eyes go back to the receiver. And that's basically what Jalen Hurst did. Catches it, he rocks, gone. Yep. Don't waste time. He trusted it. And so Diggs has become so good at that that now he gets. I mean, he's getting these picks. The guy that you were in Philadelphia with, Asante Samuel. Yeah. He might be the best that I've ever seen. At mm-hmm. He could do it, and he would just go. Now, he's going to get fooled. And so mm-hmm. you got to be okay. Like, hey, he might give them seven, but he is going to get us more picks than we can shake a stick at, and we have to be able to live with it. You know how old it makes me feel to watch Asante Samuel Jr. every week calling the Charger games. He's got and he's and he's just like his dad. Like he's got two picks already, back to back weeks, diving interceptions. I'm like, he sees it. He knows he knows how to adjust off of man to the ball. Like there's some guys that are they are so tunnel vision. And when you're in any type of a man coverage, and then what and it's like, wait, where'd the ball go? Like that, like he that ability to see through the man to the ball is unique, man. And those guys that have that. All of a sudden, now ball's overthrown. I'm off him. I'm. I don't care. I'm gonna get the ball. And why am I staying here with him for? The ball's going there. Passer Tan Junior. Yeah. Same. Yeah, thing. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Oh yeah. The, oh the receivers. Oh yeah. He's not there, but the ball's up in the air. Yeah, I'm done with the, the receiver. I'm going yeah. to get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but how many times? I mean, it sounds it sounds like common sense. But how many times do you watch guys? I stay plastered. I did my job. I got my guy covered. He didn't make a play. Yeah, but the ball's over there. The ball. The ball. The ball's up. Yeah. It is. It is it is such a joy to watch guys who know how to do it because it's a game changer. Because when they yeah. do it, DJ, it it flips the field. They get the turnovers. They make things happen, and it is extraordinary. And it's one of those things where, like, when we're scouting, going all the way back to you talked about Diggs' report, it's those little things that you're looking at. Like, hey, did I did I not see something? This and that. I also think the wide receiver and Trayvon Diggs' background is yeah. huge because when we talk about ball skills, ball skills are not the ability, just the ability to track it, but can you catch it? Yeah. I want to say, DJ, he's played maybe 17 games. I think in the last eight games, he either has six, seven picks that he's played. Mm-hmm. Like it's a ridiculous number where they come in bunches, but now that he's getting his hands on it, it I mean, it's different. So Dan Quinn, Joe Witt Jr., they've done a great job of kind of getting them up to speed because this guy that's playing this year is different than the one that we saw last year. So a couple more takeaways in this game. And I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on Dak because I think everybody in the broadcasts and everything is hit it, and every show in America is talking about 
how great Dak's playing, and he is playing phenomenal. Um, I think we can both agree on that. He's very much in the MVP mm-hmm. race. He's confident. He's comfortable. Um, he's incredibly accurate. Um, he's 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 worth the money. He's easily worth the money. I feel like we lobbied on this show on this podcast for, just forever. Just pay him. Just pay him. He's got it. You know, he's got it. The other pieces around him, you can fill in around him, but he you don't worry about him. He's good. Um, but that that was an obvious takeaway from that game. Um, the other one, you mentioned Kellen Moore for a minute there. Um, he's gonna have his pick, man. Like he, if he wants a college job, he's gonna be able to go get a college job. I think he's mm-hmm. is he still like the winningest quarterback in college football history? I mean, yeah. he's up there. I think he had yeah. like 50 wins or something like that um at Boise. So he can go be a college coach. I don't know why he'd want to do that though, because he's right on the doorstep to getting an NFL head coaching job. And I don't know if we had talked had I talked to you before about him with tempo, like what he did with tempo, or if we had that conversation or not. No, no, we hadn't. We hadn't so, so it was interesting. Um, one of the things he did, and I saw it doing the Charger game when they played the Cowboys, and you saw it a little bit last night. But how many times do we see, uh, oh, this is an up-tempo team. Oh, this is a grinded-out team. Like some games we're going to push it, some games we're going to hold back. One of the things Kellen Moore does as good or better than anybody is constantly from the beginning of the game to the end of the game varying the tempo so you do not know what you get and one of the points was think about it if you're a defensive lineman all of a sudden we get i get down put my hand in the ground and now i'm sitting out here for 20 seconds before they snap the ball next 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 play i'm kind of lazily getting put my boom ball ball snap they're gone the next time it's 10 seconds then it might be 20 then 13 then two then six like they don't allow you to get comfortable and for as much as we talk about passers getting in a rhythm pass rushers get in a rhythm too man when you can get down and kind of get a feel for that that same cadence and that same timing it's just different man and he does a really good job when when you're thinking about ways to be innovative i think people think of oh play design uh, play calls you can be creative with varying your tempo and not just you know hey end of the half end of the game but varying the tempo every single series man that's 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 really interesting dj and you talk about Kellen moore here here's Here's what I like about what you brought up, and it it kind of ties into college. And it's unfortunate that Chris Peterson will not get in the game. But when you go all the way back and you think about who Kellen Moore played for, Chris Peterson being the coach and the offensive coordinator, if you think about those Boise teams, the other thing that they always did at Boise, think about the number of shifts. Oh, yeah, with those tight ends and H-backs and and fullbacks. and, and, And all of the pressure that they put on you to get lined up and get lined up correctly. Shift, motion, boom. Shift, motion, boom. Quick, oh, big play, go again. Yeah. All of the constant pressure that you just don't know what you're dealing with. Speed it up. Slow it down. Unbalanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbalanced quick game. Unbal- oh, oh, oh. I didn't even I didn't put that together, but you know what? That's exactly I'm think that's exactly where that came from with Kellen. You, that's a great call. It goes back to Boise. And to your point, Buck, the shifts in motion. You know what happens? All of a sudden you come up to the line of scrimmage, the defense is looking like this. Okay, what shift? Oh, oh, they just snapped the ball. No shift, no motion. I'm on my heels. Like you can't get comfortable right against it. Yeah, you can't you can't get comfortable. You can't get comfortable against it. You don't know what's happening. You're you're confused. Hey, what what oh, the ball, uh, the center. Well, it's it's five on this side, so we got no. They just moved, so now is. Yeah. So then, what happens is the defensive play caller gets so nervous. Hey, let's just play vanilla. Let's yeah, just line up and play. Land, yeah. 
So now they've dictated the terms. They got you like, oh, now, oh, now you're playing like we want to play. Okay, cool. I got, I got, five, I got four, four or five beaters for that coverage. We know we're going to get it every play because this guy's too scared to get – they can't get lined up. They can't get lined up. They can't do their exotic blitzes. Oh, you're going to run your – oh, nickel, dime, run up to the field. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not getting that playoff. No, no, no. no. You're not getting up to the field. I got you. It's what we also see from Aaron Rodgers and those older quarterbacks. Yep. They get you in the look. Oh, we got. Oh, you're not getting out of that pack. Oh, you oh, have oh. to burn a timeout. Mm-hmm. The other thing that Aaron is notorious for is if his personnel stays the same and you try and run guys on, off, <laughs> off of running. You got 12 on the field. I got a free shot. Um, but it's just that awareness, and it doesn't like. And I'll say this: you know, the Chargers have gotten some grief. They've had two touchdowns over the last two games. They were called off the board because of illegal shifts. And obviously, they've got to clean that up. But I've also seen the impact of all that motion, communication, and shifting to the point where if you go back and watch the tape, watch Austin Eckler's touchdown. Um, there's miscommunication. He's uncovered in the flat. Kansas City's all – they're all over the place. Two-point conversion. They, they they get right on the – like as as the ref spots the ball for two-point conversion, they get the personnel out there. Boom. They go – and they're, Kansas City's trying to figure out what's going on. They're misaligned. Mike Williams is literally uncovered. There's nobody out there on a two-point uh-huh. conversion. So – Wow, it's almost like an like we talk about get off and pass rush, and you know what we got a we got two offside penalties a game. That's fine. I'm 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 willing to live with with some of those boo boos because it's the the juice is worth the squeeze, so to speak. Uh, you don't want the illegal yeah. shifts, but man, it, that's a stressor that you're putting on defense when you're constantly shifting and moving. You know, varying tempos, doing that other stuff. So here, uh, I think we had a a point where I can't remember if I talked to Chip Kelly with you or without. I remember Chip Kelly. And Chip Kelly, going all the way back to the Oregon days, tempo was his superpower because yeah. Oregon would go. I mean, they're just ripping off plays like you just can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And then when Chip Kelly comes back into the league, he kind of talks about, no, the advantage now is varying your tempo. There you go. Playing fast, playing slow. Yep. Quick, fake, it's a, symf- it's a symphony. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, you can never get into a rhythm with the play caller. And Chip Kelly was one of the first that we saw big play on the ball go. Mm. Like you get hit with the haymaker. Oh, boom, on the ball. They're going right again. Yep. Same play, Nitro or whatever. So it's being able to literally in real time dictate the terms. That's great. That's a great little nugget. I'm, write, I'm writing it down. That is, that is a great reminder of just how important tempo is to the mm-hmm. office and using it to your advantage. And it's not something that's going to show up, right? So – you know, statistically, I'm sure, and I know the, the database of numbers, you can probably say this team snaps the ball on average with eight seconds on the play clock. But that doesn't tell you anything. If it's if it's not if it's not always, you know, seven to ten, instead it's from two to twenty and everything in between and it averages out to eight seconds. Like that doesn't give you a feel for what you're getting ready to walk into. No, it doesn't give you a feel. And it's one of those things where um you have no idea. What's that? Like you, you, you can't do it on tape. Like everyone is asking, and it's not until you get there. I don't know if you remember. There were years ago. Uh, Gerald McCoy was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It might have been when Greg Schiano was there, and they practiced against the ten, uh, New England Patriots. Yeah. And Gerald McCoy was talking about going against Tom Brady and the Patriots, and how they're having a live period, and they had never seen the tempo that the Patriots mm-hmm. operated. He was just like. Mr. Brady, can we just get lined up? Can we just be able to <laughs> yeah. stick our hand down? And yeah. it is it's one of those things that great coaches have figured out. It is a way to really control the game. 
can control it in a way that is kind of unseen maybe to like the casual fan, like, oh, they're playing fast. Like, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. But insiders are like, oh, man, they are giving you so much, so much work, so much, so many problems and all this stuff. And just being able to do all that stuff, because as you talk about, hey, you're going fast, 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 dummy count. Yeah. OK, let's slow down. Oh, we got you. Oh, you're in. OK. Yep. And with a, because remember, in the pros. You now have the guy, the voice in your head. Yeah, we got another, you got another set of right. eyes up top. You got another set. Of, oh, hey, hey, here we go. They're yep. they're rolling down. Rotation is down right. Okay, check it. All right. Yep. Back. Yep. Yeah, it's God. fascinating, man. It's fascinating how you can be creative there. Go ahead. So now this takes me to the conversation, right? And I'm sure we were going to talk about it anyway. But do you think now in L.A., right, because yeah. with the Rams – we saw what Sean McVay was able to do with Jerry Goff, right? Yep. Like people kind of, I would say it was an overblown story about, hey, the Rams playing fast. So Sean McVay could basically use Jerry Goff as the joystick. Yep. Let's go fast. Let's get to the line of scrimmage. The headset doesn't, the mic doesn't shut off to 15 seconds. So if we get to the line, I now may have 15 to 20 seconds to identify what they're in, give you the right play call, give you a mm-hmm. reminder, keep your eyes on this. Well, now let's just take it. Maybe a more talented player in Matthew Stafford, a more experienced player than Jerry yeah, Goff, too. considerably, yeah. So now you're playing. I wonder how often they can get into the mix. Into the, because we're seeing a ton of big plays from the Rams offense, and I hadn't paid attention and tried to put the correlation between are they playing faster or whatever, but I do wonder if Sean McVay is utilizing some of that tempo so they can have this steady dialogue of, what do you like? Call what you like. Here's what's happening. This is what I see or whatever. Here's what here's what I want to put. I'm going to put our guy Bill Smith on the case here because he, he's the next gen stats king. But I bet you there's a way for us to find out how much time was on the play clock for every touchdown pass for, for Matthew Stafford. Or maybe even maybe it's explosive plays. Maybe that's the better thing to do. Every yeah. explosive pass play. When was the ball snapped? You know, maybe yeah, maybe we get something. Maybe we don't. But it'd be a fun thing to look at. I think it is a fun. I think it's a fun thing to look at because DJ. So now let we talked about Tom Brady and these older quarterbacks. Peyton Manning did it for years, or whatever. But I think even with Peyton Manning, like the technology was there, but it's still not quite what it is now. No. So now think about Peyton taking, was doing that all by himself on the field, right? So now think about taking an experienced quarterback that knows exactly what he's seeing, but he gets the benefit of having a Jedi Master in his ear to give another set of eyes of like, hey. Because it's not a two-way communication, but like, hey, here's what we're seeing in the thing. It looks like they may be rolling down, this and that. Like, you got a menu of plays that you can call from. Mm-hmm. What do you call what you like? Mm-hmm. That trust that you now have when you have a high IQ quarterback, a play caller who doesn't mind playing fast and manipulating the game in that in that manner. I think it's something to think about. It's fascinating. Um, all right, we're gonna get to uh, some teams that are off to slow starts and what that means right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. All right, Buck, we're looking at some teams that uh, traditionally powerhouse teams here in the National Football League that are off the slow starts. We've got the Patriots, Chiefs, Seahawks, and Steelers all sitting at 1-2, and two, but I want to start with a team that's 0-3, and, um, and that's Indianapolis Colts. And this is a team that, man, they've had injuries. You know, look, when your left tackle goes down, it's tough, man. Uh, then they lose Quentin Nelson the other day. Uh, Braden Smith's been uh, dinged up. Uh, you know, Carson is coming off double ankles, you know, um, but he he went and tried to gut through it. I'll start there, though. Uh, that was the first game of theirs that I studied offensively. Carson probably shouldn't have played, man. Uh, he just mm-hmm. he looked beaten up. He was clunky. I've never seen him. I've never seen a quarterback double clutch as much as he did. Like not not trusting anything that he sees. Oh nope, and then and then try and throw the ball like it's just herky jerky. You know, feet, you know, feet trail in the eyes. I finally get here and my feet are going left and I'm trying to throw the ball out here and the ball's all over the place. Like it was, it was not good. There was other times, there's other times where, especially with somebody with his experience level, where they've got the roof line is flat, right? You've got safeties sitting there at 10 yards. They don't back up. They're flat footed run reads and they're just hanging there. And you've got a post shot right over the top and like he doesn't let it go. Um, but it, so I'm watching them and I'm watching them struggle and they're zero and three and, you know, it's okay. They, they've got good personnel, but the schedule is difficult. And then when you factor in the play time that factors into what the draft choice is you give to Philadelphia, even if Carson starts playing better, but the season has gone South, you can't play him or are you going to give up a first round pick? I mean, you can't, right? I mean, that's, yeah, you can't do that. I mean, it'd be it'd be it'd be negligence if you ended up. Yeah, if you don't uh, make the playoffs and you have to give up your first round pick, that you, you can't. That can't happen. Yeah, so it's it's really hard. Couple things to unwrap out of the conversation with Carson Wentz. One, I think what everyone has to appreciate and understand how difficult it is to go without practice to playing in a game. Yeah, like some of the things that these. NFL players are able to do 
without practice. They're superheroes. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to say, I'm not going to practice all week, but here I am. I'm a play. Yeah. That's tough. Secondly, with, with Carson Wentz and Frank Reich and all these other guys, like you're trying to figure out the strength of your team, but you're doing it with a bunch of injuries and different things that are cloud. Quinn Nelson goes out. So now what should be one of the strong parts of your team, your offensive line, you don't know about. So does that change the way we go about our business? Do we run Jonathan Taylor more or less because the offensive line isn't necessarily what we want on the field? Uh, Carson's not necessarily protected. Um, how do we handle that? Carson's ankles also bring up a problem because now everyone is like, oh, well, you know, passing game, well, he can get in the shotgun or whatever. Well, what if your running back is not best suited to operate out of, out of the yeah. shotgun? Yeah. It changes that. Now, if he is, uh, if he goes up on the center, well, can he run the stretch play? Is Carson nimble enough to run the outside zone where he has to really run out there to hand the ball to the running back? Does it change the timing of the running game? So there are a lot of things that, you have to put into consideration when you make the move to say, hey, Carson's going to play regardless of whether he practices or not, because it does impact a lot of different people. And this offense has not played well. And defensively, they also haven't played to the same level that we saw him play at last year. Mm-hmm. No, there's a lot of issues there. Now, and I, I do look at their schedule here. So they got they're at the Dolphins. Um, you know, which the Dolphins are a little bit up and down, but they have a good defense. Then they go to the, at the Ravens. So those are two tough defenses. Then, you know, you get the Texans, okay, and then you're at the Niners and then Titans again. Um, so that's their did, next little did, stretch there. DJ, there are no easies. No. There, there, there's, there's nothing on the schedule where you can look at and say, okay, this, this, this is the time. Yeah, this and if they can make it, if yeah. they can make it down, then they get the Jets and the Jags back to back, and on the fourth and fourteenth of November. So maybe that can get them some mo mo going. But yeah, I, I don't. That's going to be tough for them to be a playoff team with the injuries that they've suffered and with the quarterback not looking like he's in a good place right now. So that that's them. Those other teams: uh, Patriots, Chiefs, Seahawks, Steelers. I feel like we talked a lot about the uh, Chiefs yesterday, so we can cross them off. Um, Seahawks, we talked about them on the show yesterday as well. So let, let's look at uh, Pats and Steelers. What do you uh, what do you think there? Let's start with the Steelers. A um, couple of things with the Steelers, uh, and it'll bring us to a, 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 a fascinating discussion about offensive line, running back, first round, what they should have done their last first round pick. But the first thing is evaluating an older quarterback a guy who has been a longtime franchise player of yours. The hardest thing to do for organizations is to separate um, the evaluation from the adoration that you have for the player. That's a good way to put it. You can adore Ben Roethlisberger for everything that he's meant to the franchise, the two Super Bowls that he's brought into the building, all of those things. But there was a decision that needed to be made last offseason on how to proceed as a franchise with or without Roethlisberger. And I believe that their emotions and the sen- the sentimental value that Roethlisberger brings led them to think that they could get one more, one more run out of number seven. And what we're seeing right now, DJ, it won't happen. And I'm not saying that he is terrible. I'm yeah. saying he's an he's older not what player. he was. Yeah. And when when an older player falls off, the things around him has to be it has to be a supreme team around him. 
And right now they don't have that. So he looks back. And if you're going to bring him back, you can't bring him back and think that you can throw it 50 plus times. You know, it's, it's the game is too hard. And we saw it with Breeze. We see it with all the older guys. Like it's it's hard to play this game as an older player. Tom Brady's a unicorn, mm-hmm. right? He has some warts that show up time to time. But Tom Brady's a unicorn. But the thought of like these 20 year players at the position. Yeah, you I know, think it still is messed up. I also think that there's, I think Tom, we have to go back and look at it. But when Tom really started dialing into his, his fitness and his overall health, it, you can't wake up and say, I'm 36. Now I care about my health and let's go play till we're 50. Like that needed to happen long before that, you know, and Ben, the way he plays, what made him so great for so long, his ability to extend plays, absorb, absorb shots, make things happen when he was younger, have takeoff, get what you can get, taking big hits. I, mean, I remember Bart Scott just unloading on him several times. And that's just one dude. Um, but Tom, balls out, man. He's not doing that. He's not taking that. So they play the game differently. I think they've done it. They're different in terms of how they've managed and maintained their health and their bodies. So, you know, it's, again, it's a tough, one of the toughest things in team sports. And it's easy to say, well, I'd rather get rid of a guy a year too early than a year too late. Easier said than done, uh, because as you put it, you get attached to what's been accomplished as opposed to what you're trying to do going forward. It, it's hard to make that breakup, right? It's hard to make that breakup um, when you know it may need it needs to be made. And what's happening is the Steelers are having to work around it. So now, look, you made you made a decision that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be your quarterback. So now it's all right. How do we build a team around him? So the thought that the Steelers had one, they had to dismantle their offensive line because the year before they couldn't run the football. They couldn't run the football. It led to a a change at offensive coordinator. So one of the things that you want to do is like, Hey, let's, let's shift the the chairs around the furniture. Like, Hey, we can't remodel, but DJ, Mm -hmm. maybe we can just kind of move the the couch here and the love seat there. And maybe we can kind of make the room look better. And so they tried to do that. They reshuffled the deck when it came to the offensive line. And then they added a new lamp. Their new Mm -hmm. lamp is Najee Harris. Yeah. Okay. Like it's brighter. The room is brighter. So it looks looks better. (laughs) So they bring Najee Harris in, but because you have the same pieces, this offense looks exactly the same. Yeah. Najee Harris has 14 receptions the other day, which is great for a running back. Yeah. What do you have? 14 carries too. But they can't run the football. No. At all. And so you have a quarterback who attempted 43 of his 58 passes were 10 yards or fewer. 18 of those 43 were at or behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, a bunch of drops sprinkled in with those two. Yeah, I mean. A bunch of drop passes, man. I mean, you're a heavyweight fighter who wants to win the title on on points. Rabbit punches. Little rabbit punches. (laughs) 250 pounds just jabbing, Uh, trying to jab your way to a victory. Like, no knockout power from the Steelers. And, yeah. DJ, to me, I think they're slow out wide. Mm-hmm. I, look, I know Chase Claypool can run, but Juju and I, they, they just play. Like, it's, it's maybe they, they just look slow, maybe because they're only asked to run short things, but yeah. their speed doesn't impact. You don't feel it. Defend them. No, you don't, you don't feel, feel it. Um, oh, it's interesting. Um, all right, let's. Uh, uh, I want to get to an interesting stat. I would do one of these next-gen stats every week and just kind of what I've learned and something that popped and stood out to me. So uh, I want to get to that uh, right after this. You go into your shower feeling 
tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. All right, Buck. So here we go. This is uh, a term that I'm just learning here. Uh, EPA, expected points added. And let me uh, kind of explain this to you. Um, So this would be, it's assuming that every play, right? It's where you are in the field, what the chances are with the result of the play, how much closer you you are to scoring or what are the chances of you scoring? So in other words, if, if you're like at your own 20 yard line, um, and then you complete a pass for eight yards on first down. Like now that might be worth, you know, 0.66, you know, or 0.67. That's a positive. Now the next play is an incomplete pass as the quarterback. So then your number comes back down. So at the end of the day, you're kind of left with this number of kind of the over or under the expe- expected points added. So it's, it's kind of convoluted, but basically it's saying how efficient, productive are you? It's simply a way to say it. So when you go on there, they can judge by, the duos right so quarterback wide receiver duos so these are the most productive and efficient quarterback wide receiver duos in the nfl so i'm there's uh, let's do the top one two three four let's do the top four um and i'm going to give you a chance to guess buck and say this has been the best combination of quarterback to wide receiver and these are name brands like we're not shopping you know it's not not knockoff brands here these are name brands for the most part here uh, so top four connections and combinations. Uh, who would you think? Well, I know Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams should be there. It's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is surprisingly not there on this one. Let me see where where they are. They, they are down. They're they are down the list here. 
um, because wow. you figure there's some incompletions sprinkled in there as well. But um, wow. yeah, they are not in there. Hmm. Well, that that messes me up. So can you've I, got. Can I? Go, can, can, I, I, can, I Matthew, can I get? Can I go ahead? You think can you're I go Matthew one. Stafford Cooper Cup? Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup is number three. Okay. All right. Um, so Matthew Stafford, then I'll give you the numbers on that. So Stafford is when he's throwing the ball to Cooper Cup is 25 of 33 for 367 yards, five touchdowns, and one pick. It's pretty good. Yes, that's really good. Um, hmm. Kirk Cousins. And man, Kirk just, Cousins and Adam Thielen are down. They're they're in like the top, they're oh, like dude, 20th. Man. They're around like 20. Oh damn. Wow. Ooh, so I'll give you I'll give Chase you and Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are number four on the list. How about that? So Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, he's targeted. This is what he's done. He's Joe Burrow throwing the ball to Jamar Chase, 11 of 16, 220 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. It's pretty good. Who else is in there? All right. So the number one connection in the NFL right now is Justin Herbert and Mike Williams. How about that? Justin Herbert throwing the ball to Mike Williams this year is 22 of 31, 295 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Now, keep in mind when you're averaging in this number, like if you if you if you complete a ball, obviously touchdowns in red zone are huge. But if you complete a 10 yard pass that takes you from the 30 going to the 20, that's going to be worth more points than a 10 yard pass from your own 20 going to your own 30 because your chances of scoring you know that goes up exponentially once you're in the on the other side of the 50. So he's number 1. Number 2 is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Uh Mahomes to Kelsey, they are he is 20 of 26, 260 289 yards, sorry, I can't see. 289 yards. Um three touchdowns but two picks uh intended for mm. Kelsey. So you've got Herbert to Mike Williams, Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey, Stafford to Cooper Cup. Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. And then the next one on the list is where it gets fun. It's just that's the out of left field. Teddy Bridgewater to Tim Patrick. Oh, how about that? Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Teddy Bridgewater to Tim Patrick. 12 of 13, 174 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. A perfect passer rating when when targeting Tim Patrick. So KJ Hamler got hurt. I hate to see that. He's a good young player, but. I get Tim Patrick, man. They're fine. Don't worry about it. Hey, so they've been doing some things for Tim Patrick, like crossing routes and clear out stuff. And some stuff. I didn't know it was to that point. I watched yeah. him uh, when the Broncos beat the Jaguars. They kind of ward him out with like some little pick stuff. But man, Titty B. Yeah. So when you're looking again, efficiency and production, I'll give you a couple more of the combos just to round it out here. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo to Debo Samuels next. Uh, Derek Carr to Henry Ruggs is next. Sam Darnold to DJ Moore. Uh, and then Kyler Murray to Christian Kirk, and then Derek Carr again to Hunter Renfro. Um, so it's interesting, right? When you see like there's a connection there, and the na- there's some name brands up there at the top. You know, you you would have thought, um, you know, maybe Keenan Allen uh, over Mike, but Mike's just had an unbelievable start to the season, and Mike Williams is playing the X. He's in that it's that Lombardi yeah. offense, and that's where Michael Thomas was located. So the ball finds the X in that system, and not like Keenan Allen hasn't been doing anything. He's got good numbers too. Uh, yeah. but yeah, no, that's a, I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. That, that is, that is remarkable, the connections. And it's not the necessarily the number one receiver who has the most efficient, um, yeah. number to me. That's, that's all. I, 
I think the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase one stands that? out in terms of that chemistry and connection from college. Yep. Like that mental telepathy that they can play with or exhibit on the perimeter is really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was another nugget on uh, on that connection here. Where is it? Um, Jamar, Jamar Chase has caught a TD on a vertical route. So that is defined as a go post corner or wheel in every game. Um, so he's got the most vertical route TDs this year. It's Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. tied with four. <laughs> then you got Mike Williams and Zach Pascal with three. Um, but it's interesting, right? I mean, they have uh, – I think that Joe Burrow has more – here it is. Uh, he's, so he's got those four vertical route TDs. Last year, he had on vertical routes, those that I just mentioned, he had two. So what he has done, not only have you connected – um, you know, you're in a good rhythm, you're in a, you have a good connection with Jamar Chase, but you've effectively, you change your offense. When you, you talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers constricted, there's no space. When you get a guy like Jamar Chase, who's in a, who's a special talent, who's also a vertical guy, you open everything, mm-hmm. you open the entire offense when you can get vertical like that. Well, yeah, because I mean, it just opens up the playbook because no, most of the number one receivers are guys that do the dirty work. They're chain movers. They're yep. guys that can, handle the intermediate. They're pretty good route runners. They do all of the other stuff. A lot of them are maybe speed deficient, maybe not the fastest, but they find a way to get open and, and crafty. When you have someone who can do both, like who can do all the other routes that you want to see from your number one, but then had has some pop ability, can take the top off the defense or has the ability to sneak past for a big play. Man, you pay, you pay, you pay a premium for that. That's no doubt. That's different. That's a different thing because Normally, you don't you just don't see that, DJ. You don't see guys who can be dependable as the chain mover, but also give you the bonus stuff that you want from a big play threat. Get get it over the top. Um, I do want to mention just briefly. I know the Bills fans were saying we didn't uh, we did not give them any love uh, from their last week's game. I don't know. I mean, I, I. I think I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, so I think uh, I think we're okay on uh, giving them love. I think I picked here's Josh what, Allen to win the MVP. I mean, I, I think yeah. we're we're okay. The Bills are good. Let's just get there. Yeah. The Bills are good. Now, here's what I'll say though: Josh Allen was feeling a little heat because the first two games of the season, DJ, I wrote about this. His numbers were eerily similar to the numbers that he had in 18 and 19, yeah. where he's completing right around 56 percent of his passes. The passer rating was high 70s but it wasn't MVP caliber. Mm -hmm. And so when you see that, particularly coming off the year that was so, so much of an outlier over his path or trajectory as a quarterback, you wonder like, well, Mm -hmm. was that just a one year thing? Could he get it back? And then he came back and he played lights out against the Washington football team. Rhythm, timing, touchdown. I mean, just on it or whatever. Some of that was him. Here's what we do know about Josh Allen, our, our interactions. Very competitive, he's very prideful, mm-hmm. and so when he he struggled, he went to work to no 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 yeah not like this, and man give him credit he played his tail off the other night yeah he's on pace for forty three hundred yards you know thirty five touchdowns or thirty seven touchdowns five picks which all these numbers are gonna be weird now because you're projecting out to seventeen game season instead of a sixteen game season you got to recalibrate like what it looks like but yeah now he's it, fine and different. defensively. Um, you know, last number I, I know I've given you a lot of numbers today, but Epinesa's now got the number one get off in the NFL, so he's 
he's doing his thing. But um, anyways, it's fun. You can tell I, this whole new world has been opened up to me, Buck, and I'm just I'm having it's like a kid in a candy store because it's you can marry what your eyes see with like concrete evidence. That, that, okay. And that's what hey, we all want to be able to do. Yeah, because how many times we we would watch the tape and be like, oh, you know what? Um, Jamar Chase is looks like he's getting vertical a little bit. Like, no, he's getting vertical more than anybody in the NFL. Like, he's more productive down the field than anybody. It's a fact. Yeah, it, it's it's not only that, but now you you take like the part that we're talking about, uh, some of the analytical data to go with the film, and then you add. I still won't call this necessarily analytic. I call it kind of um, sports science stuff. But now with the GPSs, yeah, the stuff, game speed, and how those guys. Uh, play and perform and uh, maybe if we had the catapult or the zebra technology on Jamar Chase maybe he's even faster than we imagine when he was running his 40 maybe he plays faster than those things so being able to kind of take all of that information in as a scout and you should be armed with all of it like this should be an easier process for us when it comes to picking players no doubt um Want to ask you quickly, um, anything jump out to you from the college football weekend uh, from last weekend? And then, um, you know, to me, I think this is one of the biggest days on the calendar coming up because Matt Corral has a chance to be the number one quarterback in this draft. We've talked about him a bunch Mm -hmm. and he gets a chance. This is statement weekend. He goes to Tuscaloosa. Uh, Lane Kiffin, you know, he's got with Nick Saban, it's been shootouts. I don't know if they can stop Alabama. I know their defense is better than it's been. Mm -hmm. Probably not going to stop Alabama. But if he goes out there and puts up 40-plus points on Alabama's defense and throwing the rock, that that could be a nice – not a closing argument. We're not to the closing argument stages, but could be, you know, on his way to make a convincing case to be the top quarterback. Uh, He's well on his way because he's he's benefited from the guys who were the – much hyped ballyhooed guys heading into the season just falling off a cliff. Uh Spencer Radley and Spencer Rattler and Sam Howell in mm-hmm. particular have not necessarily played up to the standard or the level of expectation that accompanied their uh preseason plans. Spencer Rattler, um I mean you had Oklahoma fans calling for the backup quarterback to have an opportunity to play. And I'll tell you in watching him, because uh, I've seen like two of their games uh, you know, like he, he's yeah. good. I would say not great. Um, I don't know what DJ. We always talk about the superpower. I don't what it, know what his superpower is in comparison to some of the other elites that we've seen. He's not necessarily a faster, dynamic runner. He has really good arm talent. I wouldn't say I would go crazy over the top with the arm talent. Yeah. Um, processing is is okay, but he still makes some bad. Decision. So I don't know what to do with him. And then with um, Sam Howell, Sam Howell, this is a classic case of someone trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's trying to do too much, trying to make every play, trying to show off his legs, trying to show off the deep ball skills, trying to do a bunch of different things. I don't think it works in the skill set. And I think both of those guys need to step back and less is more. Yeah. Fewer things, just play, keep it simple. Be good at those things. Um, so when, when I look at, at Corral and what he's got an opportunity to do, I'm, I'm pulling his numbers up here. Hold on one sec. Um, so here's where he is coming into this game. They're 3-0. and uh, What are they, number 12 in the country or something like that? He's He's got nine touchdowns, no picks. He's only been sacked six times. He's completing 68, you know, almost 69% of his passes. 
He's got 158 yards rushing and another five TDs on the ground. So he's amassing the numbers without, without question. He's doing his thing. Um, but when you know you talk to folks around college football and you know that I've got you know friends on some some of these staffs, I I talked to a, a group that had played against him and said, this is, this, "We've been doing this a long time. He's real." That dude's real. Like he is talented. Um, he sees everything. He processes quickly. He's accurate. He throws a beautiful ball. Like he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's not going to wow you when you stand in front of him. You know him. You've been around him. But he mm-hmm. said that, that he's real. Like that to me. Like that's a simple question. You talk to, to some college coaches that have seen a lot of the top quarterbacks over the last few years, and you're just like thumbs up or thumbs down. Like no, he's he's a dude. That's a real dude now. Yeah, real dude. He's added something to his game because you've seen him run a little bit more. Um, Big-time swag to go with yeah. big-time talent. Uh, I, I think the one thing that I have seen Lane Kiffin do, and he does this for his best players, man, he blows them up with so much – he fills them with so much confidence that they feel like they're the best thing going. And Matt Corral plays like that when he's in command of this offense. Like, he feels like uh, – when I'm watching him, I feel like he plays like he knows that he's the best player on the field. And yeah. he's doing it in a way that – I don't think it rubs you wrong, but there's a self-assuredness and a confidence that, oh, I got this and I'm going to make it happen. So this will be the first tape that evaluators will pop in because what you do against Saban, that can rubber stamp. That's, a, that's the first league. game you watch. That's the first, first game every evaluator is going to watch. So if he gives Nick Saban problems this week, yeah, pencil him in. Yeah. He's going to be in that conversation. Yep. Uh, and then uh, one last thing on the college side. I watched on the plane flight home from Kansas City the NC State tackle, and I'm probably going to butcher his name. I'll get it right before we get to the draft. But Ikem Ikwanu, who's listed at six four three twenty, that's a powerful man, and he's. I will put him. He's not. A, he's not the same player uh, Quentin Nelson is. He doesn't quite bend like him. Mm-hmm. He's. His, I will put his finishing up against anybody, and that in- includes oh. Quinn. He's that type of a finisher, Buck. This dude's freaking unbelievable, man. Like you talk about pass sets. You know, catching guys and then, you know, just holding them, you know, locking them in, locking them in. All of a sudden, it's like he's just like, all right, let's go for a little trip and just boom and then dump them. Um, Kicking out second level defenders, third level defenders, uh, outside runs, just inside hand, torquing defensive ends, taking them out of bounds. Like he is nasty, man. He And some teams I think are going to say, okay, he's a guard. Um, I think he could hold up a tackle. He gets he has some redirect issues. Like like I said, he doesn't bend quite as great as you want, but he's yeah. long and powerful. And uh, you know, I think he's a redshirt sophomore, so he's draft eligible, but he's a good football player. So he was a fun one to watch. Hey man, we like good football players. Ain't nothing wrong with good football players because you can't you can't get enough of them. And so if you get a player who can make it happen, this is coming off a big win where they, I mean, just handled. Oh man, NC, uh, what you call Clemson looks bad, man. That's a bad team. Textile bowl. The textile bowl goes to the Wolfpack. That's Uh, how about that? That's you don't see that often, but hey, man, there's more losses coming for. I mean, I know the schedule's not tough, but there's somebody else going to get Clemson. They're just not very good. Um, So, and and it's not. We talked about before. The offensive line hasn't been good for a long time, but they've been able to kind of cover up those warts. Not covering them up this year, man. They can't score. No, you can't score, and when you can't score. Um, and you begin to allow teams to play you close and you get beat. Now, everybody on this schedule believes they have a chance. Everyone is yeah. now. Oh, yeah. This like, is our oh, year. We got Clemson coming up. Now it's like. It's, 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 a, chance year. Your, it's a chance it's for you year. guys, man. You guys, you guys are. Bad, 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 man. Right I know. Now, we're not playing well. We lost to but Georgia Tech. 
But you guys right, bang Georgia heads Tech. with them in recruiting. So just just Clemson taking a step back can help you maybe get one or two kids that you might not I mean, have got otherwise. You can't. I, I just need us to win some games. You can't lose to Georgia Tech. Man. We had a big – App had a big one over Marshall. We'll take it. I saw that. I saw that. I got to give you your Kraken hat. I forgot to give you your Seattle Kraken hat. I'll bring it next week, uh, yeah. next Monday. Um, all right. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? No, that's it. Uh, next time, I want one of the next times we come up, because the Rams are playing so well, I want to talk about their team building philosophy. Players over picks. I like it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting thing because if they have success and it looks like the level of success that they're having, there gonna be more guys that sit back in that chair and be like, you know, mm-hmm. some of these draft picks. If we can get a proven player, mm-hmm. we may auction. We may punt on some of these picks. You got to have ultimate confidence in your coach. And, and what you kind of have already built, right? You don't want to do that when you're in the build-up phase, but nope. when you kind of have it built and you're like, you know what, we're going to be bad year for us for picking 22. Good year for us for picking 31 or 32. So we're in that range. We're comfortable. You just don't want to be parting with top five picks, which they're not going to the way their team no. is built. So no, they, they're, they're good. it's working. Um, yeah, hats off to Les Snead. A nice job there. Football in L.A. is pretty fun right now. Um, yeah. All right. I want to encourage everybody to check out the Move the Sticks TV show every Monday. That's 3 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Uh, we're a couple episodes in on that. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, our buddy Rhett Lewis joins us on that. So hope you guys enjoy that. Look out for that this coming Monday. Uh, but that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate you hanging with us. And we'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. 
Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.